Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm the Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How's it going, King? I'm very well. How are you? I'm ecstatically good. Are you? Mm. Are you? In all kinds of ways. Fantastic. Week two is in the bag. It is. What a great week again. We're getting spoiled. We are. This has been... I'm worried now. ...a fantastic start to the season. <laughs> yep. And... What, a week and a half away, two weeks away from the London Games as well? So Wembley. It is all kicking off this side of the pond. Yes. And clearly the other side, because they're doing yeah, very they're well. Yeah, kicking off more over there. Probably definitely yeah, more there, but yeah. Anyway, so we're going to start off every uh, regular season week, as we're going to do with the King's Pick of the Week. Oh. So King, tell yeah. us all, what was your Pick of the Week out of all those beautiful games? All of those fantastic games. Yeah. I'm going to say a name that I know Go you on. don't like. No. Along with the Dolphins. So it was, no. it was the Dolphins versus the Patriots was my pick of the week. You're not happy with that because I've said the P word. Uh, you don't like the Patriots, do you? Oh, go on. I'm sure everyone's going to be really riveted about this one. Well, what, s- What's so interesting about the Patriots doing what they're doing against the AFC East rivals? Well, they're, they're doing it with Jimmy Garoppolo, who up until last week was an un- unknown commodity... From the NFL perspective, you know, reasonably highly drafted, sat behind Tom Brady, um, and you know, obviously plays under Bill Belichick. So, quite exciting from that from that perspective. And he was 235 yards, three touchdowns before going off injured. Appears to have a shoulder injury. Well, he does have a sprained shoulder. Um, could be out two weeks, so he's definitely not going to play this week. No. He could allegedly suit up as a backup if required, but will likely miss this week's game against the Texans. And the week after, potentially could be back for the Bills game, but we're not sure at the moment. But he looked fantastic. Did he? He looked absolutely fantastic. You sure about that? I'm pretty sure he looked amazing. He looked pretty terrible from what I saw. What, Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. What did you see? I'm, high I'm, throws for a start. High throws. Yeah, stuff that Amandola and Edelman were bailing him out of. Okay. For the most part. But you complain about low Screen throws passes. from Tom Brady. Yeah, well, they can't get it right. Well, yeah, they just, you want somewhere <laughs> they, in the middle. That's why they need good receivers to bail them out. I would say 235 yards in two quarters and three touchdowns is pretty, pretty good performance, in my it's, opinion. It's stats. You love a stat. They were 20, you don't care about the game. They were also 21 nil up <laughs> when he left the game, Jim. So I think he'd take that yeah, every stats. day of the week. Every day of the week. How, many, did he, how many touchdowns did he score? Three touchdowns. No interceptions. Well, it's difficult to throw. Passer rating, I think, of 130 odd or something like that. So he he appeared to tick all the statistic boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, issue is, injured. Definitely going to week this, miss this week. And Jacoby Brissett to come in. He did have over 60% completion record and threw 20 interceptions to six. Uh, sorry, 20 touchdowns to six interceptions in his senior year. Mm-hmm. But. Still some question marks there. Will he work in the system? The main reason I want to talk about this is the opposite reason I wanted to talk about the Vikings last week. Before th- we just just want to say one thing about mm-hmm. quarterbacks before we go on then. Yep. Do you know another really good New England quarterback? Who's that? Matt Castle. Yeah. Yeah, he did well. Matt Castle, back in 2008, when he had to play 16 games, started 15 of them. Yep. Scored 21 touchdowns, mm-hmm. 11 interceptions. He had 270 yards rushing and two touchdowns on his own. He did 3,693 yards in the air. Yep. 
Good quarterback, isn't he? What, Matt Castle? Yeah. You'd have him as your starting quarterback, would you? I think a lot of teams would have had him at that point. Absolutely. Would, would have had, yeah, they did. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs rolled the dice on them, didn't they? They absolutely did. And it didn't pan Turned out. Turned out really well, didn't it? It didn't pan out. I don't think you can necessarily com- compare Jimmy Garoppolo with Matt Castle. No, he hasn't won 15 games. And that's not fair. Well, no, he's won two so far. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I actually wanted to talk about the Dolphins because I think they are on... Well, they're struggling. They, are, they do not look good. They're still having the snap issues they had last season. Mm-hmm. One amusingly went over Tannehill's head once again. Not for Tannehill, that wasn't amusing. No, clearly not. But it's something that they need to sort out. Like this is the professional game. You can't. They had a three-game stretch where that happened last season. Yeah. They thought they'd ironed out those kinks, but clearly they have not because he was not prepared for that. And there's some issue communicating with him in his centre. Mm-hmm. Tannehill appears to only be able to play in the second half of games. You know, first half I was was just terrible. I, I want him to start showing some consistency. That really does worry me. Um, and just to just to show you, it's not a stat. Just to go through their drives for the first half, just to make you aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. We've got punt, punt, love it, punt. All three of those were three and outs, by the way. You've then got punt, fumble, interception. Would you like that offense in the first half? That's not a joke. Some of the Rams in week one. That genuinely is the offense for the Dolphins in week one, which is shocking. The week two, we're talking about. Now. Week two, sorry, I'm I'm going back. I've just ruined that for you. You've thrown me off. I've thrown you right off that game. But that's that's horrific. He then came back and scored two touchdowns in the second half, but. Yeah, why, but, why can't he be consistent? What is wrong with this? Besides the one snap, the one over his head, mm-hmm. he's the guy is not consistent. He's throwing you, interceptions. He's losing fumbles. Do you know who the offensive coordinator is for the Dolphins? I do not. Clyde Christensen, and that's why you don't know who the offensive coordinator is, because this guy must be reading off an a la carte menu. Yeah, he's got. From what I could see, mm-hmm. it was a bit like the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, playbook last week. Is that you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, last uh, the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it was run first play, don't get more than two yards. Incompletion on the second throw or an interception. Yeah, and then you're at third and long, and you're lobbing it again. Yeah, and then you're you're punting it. Yeah, I th- I, I I agree with that. Repeat. They, it was quite yeah, it was quite limited. Um, I, I they're heavily reliant upon certainly in the first half. They seem to be more reliant upon Landry creating plays after the catch. Yeah. Whereas in the second second half of the game, Tannehill was fitting the ball into tight windows to a you know a, a variety of wide receivers, and clearly when he's put under pressure and and told he needs to force the balls in there, he's got the arm, he's got the accuracy, yes. he's just not got the consistency at the moment, and maybe it's limitations around the playbook, like you've alluded to, but there's something fundamentally wrong with that team. Well, there were a couple of times when Landry did catch the ball. And then couldn't really get any further and still tried to stay in bounds and fight. And then he ended up losing the ball once doing that. Yeah, he did. He did, And that was immediately after uh, they'd got, they'd picked the ball off. Uh, they got a, f- a fumble recovery of their own. So yeah. it's kind of like one for one type situation. So it wasn't necessarily as bad as them putting together a long, long drive. But still, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to, you're not going to want to stop that from Landry because that's one of the things that makes him great. But. At the same time, you shouldn't be reliant upon him having to f- make pl- plays out of absolutely nothing. So I'm just interested to think what your 
views <laughs> are with regards to the Dolphins and what they need to, besides limitations well, in I the play. I think Devontae Parker played well in the second half. He got he thrown did. to a bit more and uh, and got into the game. He did. He stepped up, which was which is good because he's a guy who seems to be ostracised to some extent within within his own team. Actually, they talk quite heavily about the fact that he is terrible in training, <laughs> and the, the the coaches sort of laugh about it. But yeah. he's uh, you know he like steps up. Treadwell. Yeah, Treadwell, and I think um, I'm trying to think who the other guy is for the Texans. But the um, there's another receiver for the Texans who also get gets ostracised for for being poor in training. I don't know who that person I is. I can't remember. But um, other than Jaylen that, strong? is that yeah, it could be strong actually. I think it is strong. Right. But what do you think they need to do? Because the scoreline suggests they're in this game, but when Garoppolo was playing, they absolutely weren't. Whether they only scored three well points in the first in the first half. Yeah, and they settled for a field goal at the end of the, the second quarter because they felt they had. To, there was five seconds left, and they were um, inside the ten, mm-hmm. and they just felt they had to put some points up. They didn't trust themselves to get a touchdown on the last play. No, and they were already. I can't remember, twenty four points down or something. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was. I think it was twenty one three at halftime. You know, it just smacks of an old style um, philosophy. Yeah, for me, Miami. You know the way that you, know, you run the ball on first down, you throw it on second down, you then have a third and long on third down, mm-hmm. and then we're always going to punt it. You know, yeah, it's a kind of um, it's just, it lacks Alex creativity. Reed, yeah. yeah, it's it's just that kind of really boring mentality, and and we'll go for three. I mean, why are you going for three when you're almost 30 points down? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Go f- fourth down. Treat every every opp- every player's uh, or every set of downs as, as you've got four opportunities to get the 10. It's, it's that losing team mentality. They didn't even look like they wanted to win that game. Or they didn't believe that they could win that game. There were times when defensive ends were getting round to Garoppolo and then stopping. And like, oh my God, why am I? I can't be here. This isn't right. Yeah. They should have really thrown the ball by now. Or someone should have run past me by now. It was just a complete defeatist attitude. You could just see it in the team. They knew they weren't going to win that game. But this is the time you want to play them. I know Garoppolo's out now, so the, the Texans have got to be licking their lips. But you know, this as, is as, what the AFC East do, King. But, but as a, when they're still skinning the game, they can't beat the Patriots. It's only when the Patriots have won their twelve games and they've taken the foot off before the, the um, postseason that these teams get get results against them. But yeah, they can, don't believe they can beat the Patriots, and that is the biggest advantage that Belichick's instilled on that division they're they're 14 points down before the ball's been kicked off that shouldn't be the case because you should it go shouldn't and... be the case but it is <laughs> you saw that you saw it you saw it. that was a really conservative game plan by the the, the Dolphins because they didn't believe they're going to win it yeah we'll play safe we might get lucky as we go on might wear them down didn't so, work. So what do you do next week? Do you go gun ho? Do you do you start well start as you finished last well, week? Clyde Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> but is that what you do? You throw the ball constantly. You try. Throw the ball constantly, but maybe wouldn't run it on first down every time. Right. Okay. Um, you know, unless you want to advertise the fact that you're only going to get two yards on the first play, it's not fair on the running backs. Mm-hmm. It's not fair on Jay Ajayi, You know, yeah, he he's not a... he's not a ball running back, is he? I, I, I don't really know what that means. What is a ball running back? Uh, LeGarrette Blunt. Okay, okay. Wrecking sense? ball running yeah, back. Yeah, just a yeah. fat guy. Mike Tolbert. Someone who's just going to trundle forwards and get at least four yards just by lying forwards as he gets hit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. Blunt had a fantastic game, over 100 yards rushing. Um, and they, they let him. They didn't look like they wanted to stop him. Yeah, I agree with that. 
absolutely agree. There was almost no fight in that dog. And uh, yeah, the Patriots did exactly what the Patriots do. They were... They win games. Yeah. They win games. So, well done to the Patriots. Sad for Garoppolo. (laughs) I'm sad for Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cry me a river, Garoppolo. Dolphins need to to sort themselves out. So, that was the reason for picking that game. Just to bash on the Dolphins. Pretty much, because they deserve to be bashed on. (laughs) That first half performance alone deserves deserves a bashing from me on this podcast. Yeah, it was all damage limitation in the second half. Absolutely. And you're right, absolutely right. The uh, scoreline does flatter them at 24 points. They didn't like a twenty. Well, this is a three-point first-half team. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke, absolute joke. It's really disappointing because there's there's a lot of good skill players on that team, and they deserve better. The fans deserve better, but that's what you're going to get the first half of the season until you're, I don't know, four and nine. Yeah, and then someone's jobs on the line, and and they start yeah. trying to be a bit more creative. Yeah, I mean they got rid of Joe Philbin, which was the right move, but they got rid of him four games too late a couple of years ago, and. They just seem to hang around with these these coaches that aren't going to do anything for them. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Claude Christensen. But uh, your it, game plan stinks. Yeah, it does stink. Right, cool. Well, that's... Is, is that it, then? That was it, yeah. It was, just, it was just to basically bash on the Dolphins and talk, <laughs> talk up the Patriots, which excellent, I know you excellent. don't enjoy. Yeah, well... <laughs> no, yeah, talk about the Patriots and bash on the Dolphins. We've got that the right way around, haven't you? Absolutely. I feel like I <laughs> did after out, week two. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Back to part two. Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. You've just heard the King's pick of the week, which was the Dolphins versus the Patriots. And so now it's time for me, King, to get my uh, my piece in yep. and talk about my game of the week. Okay. What yeah. is your game of the week? Well, for my game of the week, King, we're going to have to go travelling. Okay. And it's not uh, travelling like in distance, but we're going to go travelling in time. Okay. I've got the DeLorean outside. I'm there, yeah. We have to gun it to 88. Okay. And we're going to travel all the way back to the 9th of January, 2016. The 9th of January, 2016. Oh, for those of you who couldn't, couldn't, couldn't understand the accent. Barack Obama was president of the United States. Yep. The Jim and the King NFL podcast was just a twinkle in his pappy's eye. Right. Thomas Brady had won the appeal... Against deflated balls. Right. And they say, in Houston, Texas, the Kansas City Chiefs put up 30 points in a shutout in the AFC wildcard round. Right, okay, yeah. Now, I'm not going to dwell on this game. I was with you until you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Please carry on. I'm not going to dwell on this game, but I think it needs mentioning, okay? Right. Because this is a a rematch of what happened back in January. Okay. And if I was to tell you that Alex Smith only got seven, no, sorry, four yards less in the game on Sunday than he did back in January when they won 30 to nothing. Wow, okay. And he, he scored one touchdown and one interception in that game. Yeah. This week, he didn't score a touchdown. He didn't throw an interception either. Okay. If I was to tell you that Spencer Ware only ran for 10, 10 yards more in the game in January. Right. As the top rusher. Okay. Wow. Would you be impressed with the fact that they went from a 30 to nothing shutout win to then losing 19 to 12 and not scoring a single point on offense? I would be impressed. Yeah. I'm not counting the kicker as a offense because he's special teams. No, this is true. This is true. No, I'm very so, impressed with that. That's quite interesting to Thank you. To see the difference. Travis Kelsey got 128 yards back in January. He managed 34. 
um, on, at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you look at the Texan side, obviously it was Brian Hoyer under centre back then. Yeah. He threw 136 yards and four interceptions. Yeah. Which is typical Brian Hoyer. We might be seeing him at the week, next weekend anyway for the Bears. Indeed. Um, whereas you've now got Brock. Brock Osweiler, yeah. 268 yards on Sunday with a touchdown. Two interceptions. But, you know, it was one of those games. DeAndre Hopkins did 113 yards in the touchdown on Sunday. And Will Fuller ran for another 100-plus yard game. Smashing it. He is smashing it at the moment. He is absolutely smashing. killing it. Yeah, it was um, it was a back-and-forth game. There were penalties all over the place. I mean, if you look at the Chiefs, they had 77 yards worth of penalties. Yeah, so that's and they, too many. They always seem to move them back. You know, so they always have these long third downs to to convert. And when you're going up against this Texans defence, you're not going to get much luck on this one. No. So I think it was a, a really good performance, actually, by the Texans. I, want, I picked this game because I wanted to really look at Will Fuller, seeing as though he's in my stable of boys. Yep. I thought I'd better have a look at this guy and, and see what he's doing. Yep. And again, you can't be anything but impressed by this boy. He's uh, he's completing on the third downs. He's a, a massive safety blanket for Brock. Um, but he's so quick. He's so quick that he's just beating this coverage. And this is a really good Chiefs defense. They did hold the Texans offense to just 19 points. So it was it was only one touchdown. So like I said, seven points in the first quarter. And then it was field goals the rest of the way. Yep. So, yeah, no one really got close to the end zone. But out of the two teams, the Texans definitely deserve to win this game, as far as I can see anyway. Um, positives from this game, if you're a Chiefs fan, Kyra Santos can kick a ball. Um, did you also know, King, hark back to that game all the way back in January, that Kyra Santos scored 12 points in that game as well? He did. So if you're in fantasy and you want to pick up a kicker, uh, against the Texans and the Chiefs are playing then I highly recommend Cairo Santos to get you a guaranteed 12 points yeah and he got um, career high 54 yard kick this week as well yeah so. he had a bad preseason, but uh, he's he's back on it again now he certainly has stepped back up back when it counts uh, Marcus Peters as well four interceptions well, I think he's uh, he's got so far now yeah it was two this week yeah two returning for 47 yards or 47 to 50 yards he was all over the place he, he was. was great he caught one which was a bonehead interception from Brock Osweiler <laughs> in the end zone and yes. this is the problem I have with well, Brock Osweiler that's a, a kind of rookie in air quotes quarterback trying to force it in whereas he's, an experienced quarterback would have probably thrown it away or you know he's a fourth year quarterback I know it's his first oh, start come of the season on. but he is a come fourth on. year you're not counting the Broncos are you well yeah I am counting it. Fourth year. I am. For two years, he sat on the bench. I know, but he wasn't sacked this year, uh, this game. He had two sacks, only lost 14 yards, but he threw two interceptions, one in the end zone. You cannot be doing that as a quarterback. You, you know this, You can throw Jim. an interception in the end zone. You know this, You can this, do that. It does, look, you're going to throw interceptions. This is true. All right? It, did it really hurt the team? Well, no, because they, they, won won, the they won the game, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The big the big difference I noticed from this this year's game versus the one you mentioned before mm-hmm. is I know there wasn't interceptions by Alex Smith, but there was two lost fumbles and yeah, a lost yeah. fumble by Spencer Ware as yeah, well. Yeah, three fumbles lost by the Chiefs. They, they were the, their own worst enemy in this game. Um, just want to give a little bit of love to two Texans that we don't normally talk about. Uh, two of the linebackers, John Simon, outside linebacker from Ohio State, one and a half sacks and an interception. Yeah, as well game. as Bernardrick McKinney, an inside linebacker for Mississippi State, uh, another sack for him. That was a sack all of his making. He just pushed right up the middle, 
and uh, smothered Alex Smith. Yep. So I was really, um, really impressed with the the Texans. Obviously, they're they're making some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I can't help but be impressed. They look dynamic, don't they, offensively? Lamar yeah. Miller seems to just have been rejuvenated overnight mm-hmm. since he's joined them. He didn't have well. It was a very steady performance by Miller. Mm-hmm. He the furthest he got was an eight yard run. He was only running about four or five yards ago, but they kept going back to him. Yeah, and that's something that Marmel has never had. When he was at Miami, they never really used him. Yeah, so he's got loads of, you know, I don't know what you'd call it. But well, it's just a work. He's got loads left. It was just a workman like. Well, yeah, I don't think he has been battered for he, years. He's not. Say, yeah, he's it? not. He's still got tread on his tires. Yeah, but he's. Oh, um, that's a great one. There we go. Tread on the tires. Thank you. I um. Yeah, he's getting fed the ball more. Very workman like. He's probably really excited. He, I know. Any. I think he averaged three point three yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Like you said, long, long of eight. But you know when he's still, you know, ticking over, ticking over. He rushed for yeah. eighty three yards in the whole game. So you know he's still ultimately having a. a an impact on the game and getting as, as many touches as that he's got to be absolutely loving life compared to what he was receiving in Miami he keeps the defence honest and then it allows DeAndre Hopkins who again had a great game had a, a absolute stonewall touchdown brought back mm-hmm. um, he went over 100 yards yeah, James Fuller yeah so yeah the Lamar Miller allows that offence to, to sling it as well yeah, it stops them. Well, they, it means they have to sort of the defenses have to stay true to the to the run as well. Yeah, he rarely goes backwards. Yeah, which is the good thing for for Miller and for the, the Texans. So yeah, they're going to keep moving on, and yeah, I think I think they're going to have a good season. They got a battered Patriots on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, if you ever wanted to pick up a Patriots side, then this probably is the the chance the Texans have got. They're not an AFC East rival, so they've got a chance of actually winning this game. Yep. Um, that defense got to be licking its lips, looking at yeah, looking Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett to come in. Yeah, I know he's a third round pick, but at the same time, the guy will have seen limited reps anyway. They're trying to establish, you know, get Garoppolo immersed during training camp. So mm-hmm. I, 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 and doubt then Tom Brady still taking some some preseason games. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. So it's um, it'd be interesting to see what happens because this could. You know, Bill O'Brien's going back to New England, and mm-hmm. potentially, you know, the uh, <laughs> he's, the he's apprentice becomes the master. Potentially, <laughs> yeah, so that'd be I, good. I can't wait to see JJ Watt and Jadavion Clowney bear down on that um, Patriots O line. Clowney had a good game. Yeah, Clowney played you, really well. Called him again, man. He didn't have the sacks necessarily, but he created two sacks how, this week. How would you pick these players? You know, first overall pick, being a great player. I know, the... <laughs> I know, but he was he's splinters from that fence. He's just a nightmare, though. <laughs> And uh, JJ Watt, it's nice to see. Look, he appears to be healthy. One and a half sacks yep. this week. You know, coming off the injury, I thought it would take him a few weeks to come back in. The guy's a machine. So yeah. shout out to JJ Watt for coming they, back. They so had quick. a really good, really good um, defense overall. I mm-hmm. think. So, and like I said, now that you've got a workable running back, you've got a quarterback who's trying to make a name for himself. Um, he's got and he's got two amazing wide receivers to throw at. Yeah, and I think Braxton Miller's Braxton Miller's going to step up as well, which would be interesting to see. He hasn't so far. He's been right down the. He has, but he's not been targeted too often. So I think that. No, he hasn't. He's not getting many reps. Yeah, I think it's very much a Bill O'Brien touchdown checkdown type of offense, and uh, you know Braxton Miller tends to be uh, sort of left out when it comes to that. When he tries to incorporate a bit more creativity into the offense with with regards to uh, 
you know, using those X factor type players. We talked about how mm-hmm. how useful Jarvis Landry is for Miami. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Lamar um, Lamar Miller. Sorry, I feel like Braxton Miller could could become that for the Texans. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how he's you know whether he can emerge throughout the season. But Excellent. yeah, good pick, good game. Yeah, I picked a good game. I think you did. I feel <laughs> With like one I f- touchdown in it. <laughs> I feel like I picked the same, but <laughs> let's agree to disagree. But yeah, no. I'll good tell you that, Did you see that John Joe Hopkins touchdown that was called back? I did. I did. Was, he was getting pulled as well, and he still came down with the ball. Yeah, it's crazy. I also saw Will Fuller nearly, Riffs. nearly tries best to to not score a wide open touchdown, <laughs> which then made the catch look even better because he had two yeah. players draped on him by the yeah. time he juggled it and brought it back down. So, <laughs> no, very good, and they are crazy good on the outside. So it'd be interesting to uh, to see where they end up because. I have some question marks about Brock, which I don't think yet have been answered. I still think he is he is Brock like to quote what we uh, we mentioned last yeah, week. Yeah. But if he can, if undeniably he can, so, absolutely. And if he can make some steps forward, then they could be dangerous because that defense is a nightmare. It's going to cause sort of headaches for every every offense they play, and they've now got some dynamic playmakers, or at least playmakers opposite DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So. Yeah, could be a, a whole new Texans team this year and could really make some inroads in the playoffs. So it'd be exciting to see what happens. Cool. Let's go around the rest of the league then, King. Yep. So I'm going to give you the uh, scores and you're going to tell me just a brief thing about what happened. Yeah. So we're going to start off in Pittsburgh. The Steelers won against the Bengals 24-16. to Yep, Ryan Shazier stepped up again, had a Wyatt. fantastic game. Um, and the best team won? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Best team one. Steelers look better than the uh, the Bengals, yeah. and there was no, there wasn't, there wasn't the same animosity I was used to in that game. <laughs> no, there bit... were no fist fights. Right? Well, yeah, but I don't necessarily mean that. But I just mean from a you know competitive and and physical nature, it seemed to be quite tame. I don't mm. know whether two, the both teams have been have been told off or had been warned by the league. They had been very much warned. We're by still the league. still an exciting game. Both both teams you know put points on the board. So, but Steelers ultimately were the best team. It was a good game. We watched it. it was we a... did. We did. It was enjoyable, especially when the Steelers were in the front. Yeah. Which they were for the majority of the game. Got a squeaky bum at the end for you, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, I'm always comfortable with the Steelers. <laughs> uh, so then we've got the New York Jets. They went into Buffalo against your wishes, King. Yep. Uh, 37 points for the Jets, 31 for the, the Bills. Yep. That was... Wex Wyan? Wex Wyan is struggling at the moment a bit. I yeah. think he is... Uh, you know, he's, he's just sex as offensive coordinator. Uh, I think after making... Greg Roman. A- Greg Roman is is gone after I think stating it at some point that if anyone was to go he would be the first and then got rid of him. Um, I heard an insinuation that it was a ploy from his perspective. Is Greg Roman would have likely been the most well would have been the most likely person to replace him had Rex Ryan gone during the season. Mm-hmm. So getting rid of him sort of then alleviates some of the pressure there. But don't know how accurate that is. Um, they well, look really good on offense though. Actually, this week again. Yeah, they've actually got better on offense since uh, Greg Roman showed up. Yeah, they just don't. They're not able to rush the passer at the moment, which is strange given the. Uh, I mean, they've they've, ri- they've risen thirteen places in offensive stats. Yeah, yeah. Since Romans took over, yeah, he's the one that's gone. Absolutely, and that's and that's with Sammy Watkins injured and couldn't complete the game. So mm. when your best wide receiver's not playing, you're still putting up yards. It's uh, that's quite impressive. I thought. I think it's Anthony Lynn that's come in now as the. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with them moving forward, but I think that seat is becoming somewhat warm underneath Rex Ryan at the moment. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I'm sure if you were the uh, general manager of the Buffalo Bills, you'd give him a, a 10-year extension. I certainly would not. <laughs> you sure? I wouldn't. You love the Bills. I wouldn't. Uh, then the Carolina Panthers didn't make it an easy game at the start against the San Francisco 49ers. That was a 46-27 win there. Or easy at the end, either. They kind of did. Mm. Or in the middle. I think they just made it quite a tough game yeah. for themselves. You know, Despite the scoreline, this was actually quite a close game. Um, Blaine Gabbert played reasonably well. Differences, Cam Newton. There, there's Blaine Gabbert's playing well and Cam Newton's playing well. There is a huge disparity that was, you know, was evident, and Cam Newton played fantastically. I think also Kelvin Benjamin again stepped up. He did. He did. He had a fantastic game. He the question marks about his fitness coming out, you know, into the start of the season, and he is doing his best to prove everyone wrong. So well done, Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, to be Cleveland Browns, twenty to nothing up in the first quarter. Yeah. Everything's going well. Yep. They lose it 25-20 to 20 against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. I, I called that win for the Ravens. We're going to go over my picks a bit later, I imagine. But Yeah, you picked the Ravens. Bra- Browns are just throwing games away, aren't they? Um, Corey Coleman being a standout for them. He played fantastically well. Yeah. Ravens are, you know, they're, they're just still that same blue-collar team that you can't really count out. They're never going to give up, the Ravens. It's the Browns. Yeah, but they're never going to give up the Ravens. It doesn't matter who they're playing. But yeah, yeah, I was quite impressed with them to you know stay stay with it and and get back into the game. So good for them. The Tennessee Titans squeaked one against the Detroit Lions. You called the Lions on this one, sixteen to fifteen. Yeah, I think I can get away with. I think I should have sort of plus or minus three. Um, but <laughs> you know the rules, King. Just a poor game from both teams. Actually, yeah, neither team performed. Mariota. Didn't play well up until the last drive, really. Uh, came back and won the game for them. And Stafford, after playing really well last week, has gone back to Matthew Stafford. So I don't know who he was. I don't know who he was last week, but he's Matthew Stafford again this week. <laughs> there are two sides to Matthew Stafford. There are, clearly. <laughs> week one and week two. Yeah. Um, then you've got the New Orleans Saints 13, New York Giants 16. You called it for the Saints game. I did. There? Again, plus or minus three. I feel like I should We're have We're not it. doing that. No, I feel no, like I should. Outrights only, mate. I feel like I should. But the um, just, again, quite a boring game. Um, Sterling Shepard played well. Victor Cruz, again, shout out. Well done for coming back. Uh, problem is, everyone was expecting this shootout from last year. Most points ever or something. Over 100 points. And it was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah. And that's about all I'm going to say about that game. <laughs> Giants look good, though. Giants could cause problems. Because yeah. if they can keep teams... Under 15, 16 points with the weapons they've got with Cruz coming back. Um, Sterling Shepard looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to cause problems to teams offensively if they can, if their defense can just limit teams to below 15 points. When you double down on Dak, it pays off. 27 points for the Cowboys in Washington against the Skins. They scored 23 points. Yeah, I doubled down on Dak and I was absolutely right. I also called Ezekiel Elliott having a good game, which he did bar two fumbles. There you go. <laughs> you did. I admitted to the yeah. two fumbles as well. But he got a touchdown and Alfred Morris got the laugh laugh because he was surplus to requirements at the Redskins and scored the winning touchdown. I love a laugh laugh. So he is my shout out of the week going back Wait, against his old team, Alfred Morris. Okay. Scoring a touchdown to win the game. Ow! Yeah, and doing his classic hit hit the ball out of the park. 
yeah. celebration. So good for him. Yeah, but I didn't sting like for the, seeing the Skins that fans. when you're written off by one team and you come back and and show them that you've you've still got something in the tank. Mm-hmm. You got the result right for this one, King, but not the squeaker. It was only seven points for Tampa Bay, forty for the Cards. Yeah, yeah. How on earth did the Cards get forty points? Defense and the Bucks only seven. Yes, I know. I, I, well, I don't know exactly how they only got how they got that many points. It was uh, it was their defense was ridiculous. Kept giving them short fields, mm. which I think helped. Carson Palmer had a good game, but again, short field every time he got the Three ball. Three touchdowns for Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Just one of those days, wasn't it, for the Bucks? It was. Bucks being old Bucks, I guess is what we can say there. Yes, indeed. So, then we go to Los Angeles. Indeed, yeah. And the Seattle Seahawks, three. LA Rams, nine. Yeah, that was just a snooze fest. What a boring game. Well, Jeff Fisher's in charge of one of the teams, so you're guaranteed. a boring game. Half boredom. Absolutely. I I feel bad because I want... To be happy for the Rams for winning this game, you totally didn't accept them to win. I told you they only play against the division rivals. Yeah, but they were playing and against they a, Greg a, the leg. Well, they were playing against a one leg. Speaking of legs, one legged Russell Wilson. Um, <laughs> the guy just did not look comfortable in the pocket. Uh, didn't wasn't as mobile as normal, and that had a huge impact on the game. Was that the Rams' defense really pushing him? No, no. Russell Wilson did not look like the same person okay. in the pocket. Okay, so. Uh, then we got the Broncos, 34, the Colts, only 20. Yeah, that was... I, I speak, score, wasn't Speaking it? of feeling bad for a team, I feel bad for this person, Andrew Luck. Yep. You know, they made some strides and, and picked up some players in the draft. They focused on the offensive line, and he was running for cover the whole of this game. <laughs> Von Miller was, again, has just proven that that playoff run wasn't a fluke mm. he is sort of making his case to be the to be known as the best defensive player in the league so far this season um but if andrew luck can only do so much yeah in the amount of time he's got before he gets smashed by about four different players yeah so they need to sort out that offensive line otherwise they're going to lose games cons- on a consistent basis the other one was i mean there was a lot of points on defense trevor Simeon didn't have a great game from what i saw no no he didn't no. Um, bad luck to Punk Raider. The Atlanta Falcons went into the baseball stadium and scored 35 points to the Raiders' 28. Yes. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird game, to be fair. One, they couldn't stop Julio Jones, which I don't know who's going to stop him, but no. you've got to do your best to limit him. But, yeah, just to lose a shootout like that's a bit frustrating, I think, to you know, to a Falcons team that I would say this year are there for the taking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars letting everyone down as usual. 14 points for them. Your San Diego Superchargers, 38, but Woodhead out for the season. Woodhead is out for the season. I'm hearing rumours of Dexter McCluster potentially being signed to replace him. Okay. Um, who, you know, had some has had some success in the past, did reasonably well with um, Kansas City. So hopefully he can come in and, and uh, you know, be that sort of. You know, something different, a bit of a change up back. Yeah. But we look really good, actually, on offense. Both both wide receivers play very well. Um, and our defense seemed to step up and, and stop what, you know, on paper looks like a, a potent offense. So. Yeah, it's weird. I think the uh, the problem for the, the Jags, like I said, with the, the Dolphins, is they've just got a very, very predictable game plan mm. on offense, at least for the first half. 
and then when they're so far behind, they allow Bortles to sling it. Yeah, and, that... and those receivers come down with it. Yeah, absolutely. Seems strange they don't trust each other to do it. Anyway, the uh, Minnesota Vikings yeah. got 17 points on their first game in the new stadium. Yeah. They hosted the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers could only muster 14. He could. Now, we lost AP for potentially four weeks, maybe four months. Yeah, we don't know what's happened yet um, as of recording at the moment. Uh, what's What decision is going to be made? Yeah, it's either uh, avoid surgery and and potentially come back, or go get surgery and potentially be more healthy long term. So it it depends on how how long he thinks he wants to play for. I think is is ultimately the decision he's going to have to make mm. in the next week. But they did what we thought they'd do. Their defense, you know, scuppered the Green Bay Packers. Even with a banged up secondary, they they still were causing issues to those receivers, um, putting pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He had a couple of fumbles which isn't like him and he's not looked good recently um besides last week actually but prior to the end of the back end of last season hasn't really looked like himself and Bradford came in and had a good game and actually I feel feel like when Bradford's on form if he goes back to rookie form Bradford he is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater oh that Whoa! What that could that could cause tr- trouble for the rest of the league? I think. Yeah. Well, Stefan Diggs got a shout out. That oh, he's played amazing, absolutely amazing. And they've not even incorporated Lacron Tre- Treadwell yet into the offense. So uh, they tend to be quite slow bringing players through mm-hmm. in the Vikings, which I quite like. Um, but at some point, Treadwell is going to come in and be a nightmare in the red zone. Yeah. Trey Wayne's needs to sort himself out as well. Mm. Do you know that was his first ever interception in the NFL this week? I didn't know that. He gave away penalty after penalty. He screwed the Vikings time after time yep. with his stupid holding penalties. I don't think he's due to start. I think he's in the preseason. He was third on the depth chart. I don't think he they played actually... all of last season. I know, but I think they, with, you know, Xavier Rhodes was out. I don't think that Trey Waynes is there. I think he's third on their depth chart in co- at cornerback. I don't... Terrence Newman must have been pulling what was left of his hair out because he was doing well on the other side of the field, and mm. Trey Waynes just continually. I think that's the thing. They, P.I. they want it to be they want it to be Xavier Rhodes and and um, and Newman either side each other with Wayne's coming in as and when required. Yeah. Um, because because of exactly that point, <laughs> he's a flag machine. Um, last game was Carson Wentz getting another victory, twenty nine points against the Chicago Bears, fourteen. He called it for the Bears King. What went wrong? I'm I I can't keep picking Carson Wentz when he's a rookie. I might have to start now because he's starting to prove me wrong, but. <laughs> you don't really know what's going to happen there. I, th- I thought that... Yeah, you you know, I, didn't, Cutler. I didn't account for Jay Cutler going out with an injury, though. So that's... Um, what, you think it was Jane Cutler going out with a thumb injury that made him lose the game? I think I don't think losing a starting quarterback helps you win games. No, they've got Brian uh, Hoyer. Yeah, they have. They have, yeah. Everyone wants that guy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was a bit... Well, I'm, I'm pleased for Carson Wentz. I'm, I'm glad he got a win. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's... You know, he's uh, they was booed when he was initially drafted, and he seems to <laughs> overnight or within That's two, a sign of affection in Philadelphia. Within two about, weeks, yeah. has become a fan favourite. So uh, <laughs> no, good for him. But yes, um, Bears bit of a weird one, especially if Brian Hoyer's to come in. Yeah, good luck with that, Bears. Mm. Well, that's the roundup of the week two games. Let's hang around for part three. Welcome back to the final part of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. We're supposed to do Trojan wins now, but we've got a problem, King. What's that? I ain't got any. You've got no, tro- no, none of the victories this week were Trojan. Everyone got what they deserved this week. Wow. As far as I'm concerned. Okay. 
every team got what they deserved. There were no upsets. There were no um, travesties. I think that every team that won deserved to win, whether that was by a big margin or by a small margin. I think that all the, the teams that lost didn't deserve to win. Okay. It's so depressing. You've, you've deprived me of my favourite segment. I'm very sorry, King. What I'm very we, sorry to all the listeners as well. What have we got to replace it then? Um, well, I'm going to have to nick one of your ideas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which one's that? Yeah, I'm going to have a game of buy or sell. Buy or sell? Okay. Yes. Well, since it's normally Trojan wins, I feel like you should go first. All right, I'm going to say something to you and you're going to buy it or you're going to sell it. Am I buying or am Are I selling? Are you buying the statement? Your statement, okay. okay. That... Dak Prescott is going to be the starting quarterback when, not if, but when Tony Romo is healthy. I am selling that. You're not buying it? I'm not buying it. No, I'm selling it for the moment. They're going to double down. No, I I don't feel like it's a, a Tom Brady Bledsoe situation. I think that Romo will come back. But the caveat is I think they will entertain trade offers at the end of the season. For Romo, for Romo, not for Prescott, <laughs> not for... yeah. So I, no, I'm I'm selling, I'm selling that he is going to be the starter when Romo comes back. All right, all right. Do you agree with that? Maybe, maybe. I would, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure that Romo's ever going to come back. So okay, it's kind of a hypothetical anyway. There we go. But I, you know, he got his first win. He, he looked good. He did again. Yeah. He, he did look good. good. He's very consistent. He is very consistent, and he adds. You know, Romo's athletic when it comes to sort of uh, extending plays, but Prescott is like a genuine athlete. He can create plays with his feet, um, get you first downs, get you touchdowns like he did this week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he does add an extra dynamic that potentially Romo doesn't have at this point in his his career. Okay. Okay. Would you like to start? Well, yeah, I'll start. So you go carry on. Okay. I've got an interesting one. Mine are predominantly week three based. So. Rams to score 12 points in week three versus the Bucks, which is, just to set the expectation <laughs> for those of you who don't know, is only a field goal more than they scored this this week. Yes. Will they get 12, 12 points, points, a lowly 12 points in week three versus the Bucks? The Cards managed 40 points against the Bucks. They last did. Week. They did, yeah. But that ain't the Rams. No, it's not. Uh, Are you buying or selling Is that just offense points? or is that... Defensive plays as well. Doesn't matter. Twelve points in the game. Are you buying or selling that I'll they will score it. twelve points? I'll buy it. Why not? Yeah, you yeah, buy I that. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they'll probably score twelve points. Plus or minus, then, just to add an extra caveat. <laughs> oh, screw on you, the, man. On the spot, fifteen. <laughs> Plus or minus fifteen. Well, you points. can't just change the rules again. I'm just intrigued to th- see how many points you think they'll get. Plus or minus fifteen points. You can have a push and call it fifteen if you want. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll go plus plus fifteen. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. What's <laughs> your second one then, Jim? Okay, so the Vikings will win nine games without Adrian Peterson and Teddy Bridgewater this season. I am buying that all day long. <laughs> Not including the two weeks we've had nine extra games. Yeah, nine from now. Oh no! Oh no! I'm selling that. Not buying it. No, I think they're a ten. Why? I think they're a ten-win team. Well, they had Adrian Peterson in their lineup for the first two weeks. So, I if you listen to the question, mm-hmm. all right, I'm selling you nine Vikings wins without Adrian Peterson or Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, and I think they're a ten-win team, and they're two and zero. Oh. <laughs> all right, so I'm selling that. That's harsh, isn't it? I mean, I'm they've got a great it. defense. 
It yeah. was Stefan Diggs. Yeah, and you I said Lacroix and Trevor to come in. I think they're a ten-win team. I think ten wins is they'll be happy with ten wins. I think based on the injury concerns they've got, they've had still got injuries in their secondary as well. So I am selling that. You're selling nine. I'm selling nine. What about eight wins from now? Well, yeah, I think, ten, I think they're a 10-win team. I'll, I'll, I'll You'll buy, buy eight, but you won't buy, buy eight. Yeah. Nine's a bit too rich for your team. Nine's too rich for me, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How's that on the fence? I've told you exactly how many games oh, I think they'll win. Oh, God. Right, I've got one for you. That's since... one less than they won last year. I don't care. I think they're a 10-win team. All right. I've got one for you since he's your boy. Mm-hmm. 100 yards for Will Fuller versus the oh. Patriots in week three. Will he go back-to-back-to-back 100-yard games? He's back only to the back to back. He's only the second player rookie to receive 100 yards in his first two, two games. Mm-hmm. Will he make it the trifecta? <laughs> um, yes. You're buying. Yeah, you're I'll buying a buy hundred yards for Will Fuller. <laughs> buy it all. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I wasn't impressed with the Patriots' defense. Okay. Yeah. Um, they can be scored on. Yeah, they can. So it's just a case of whether they'll get the chance to. That's going to be a big thing. I think that Will Fuller could, but will he get the opportunity to score 100 points? Uh, 100, 100 yards. 100 yards. Receive for 100 yards. 100 yards. Do you know what? I think he will. I think he's going to break a couple of plays and um, and bring up the 100 yards. So, yeah, why not? He's my boy. That'll have to be early doors, I imagine, because if they get ahead... <laughs> then they are running the ball and yes. it will limit his chance to get 100 yards. So that's why I thought that was quite intriguing and you immediately bought. So we will find out. I'm all in on right. I told you he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, you did. You did say that. You yeah. did say that. Are you wanting one more now, are you? Yeah, I'm wanting one more. Why not? <laughs> right, I'm enjoying okay. this. So, your Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. will finish last in the AFC East. Buffalo Bills to finish last. I am going to sell. Oh, you're selling everything. I'm selling that. Selling the farm. What's the matter there? I'm selling that. I think that the Dolphins will finish <laughs> last. Okay. So I'm going to I'm sure sell. about that. I'm going to sell that. At the moment, that's what I think. I think the Bills... I don't think you can dispute this. I think the Bills look more promising at the moment than Doesn't mean they get more the Dolphins. Wins. Yeah, but I think based on a very limited sample size, two weeks of the regular season... I'll mm-hmm. take promise over just lacklustre performances. So I think that the Bills will finish third <laughs> and the <laughs> Dolphins will finish fourth. Just bashing the Dolphins. Selling. I'm selling that. I'm selling everything. Alright. I've got a good one for you. Go on then. This is this is an out there one. <clears throat> Are you buying or selling one snap at quarterback? For Julian Edelman versus the Texans. Oh, man. Are you going to a closet Patriots fan? This is just Patriots questions. Julian Edelman. I don't care. Buying or selling one snap at quarterback. So we're assuming now that Jacoby Brissett's going to get injured against the Texans. Well, based on the depth chart at the moment, with Garoppolo out, Julian Edelman is the backup quarterback <laughs> for New England at the moment, as it stands. Uh, Play quarterback at Penn State I'm in so college. tempted to buy this as well. No, I'm selling. You're selling. I'm selling. No, nothing gets that crazy. No, all all everything we're reading is that Garoppolo is going to suit up if required. Very much a Ben Roethlisberger last year with Landry Jones. <laughs> Don't say that. So he is not Ben Roethlisberger. 
No, I'm saying that type of situation where Roethlisberger wasn't due to play and yeah. had to come in at the end of the game. I, yeah, I don't think they'll ever resort to Edelman having to take a snap, unless it was one of Belichick's trick plays. Yeah, that was that was that the thing. The wildcat, <laughs> the old wildcat offense that's sort of gone awry. Do you know, I'd love to see it, which is why I'd like to buy it, but I'm not going to. I've, mm. I've lost all my money so far on these other ones. I've got nothing left. No, okay. It's like the auction. I've already, I've gone ugly early. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. You happy with that? No, I'm not happy with that. I wanted to buy that one, and I can't believe you wouldn't buy any of mine. I wouldn't. I was selling everything, mate. <laughs> You're selling it all. I was selling everything. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So. I think, well, as we've got the Trojan wins, we've done that game. We've now got to do the picks for next week. We do. It's that time again. We do. Now, obviously, looking at last week's, you've had a much better week than week one. Yeah. That wasn't difficult. No, it was, <laughs> certainly was not, no. You're now in the winning records column. You're a nine and seven for last week. Yeah, getting better. Yeah. Starting only... to know the teams a bit better. Yeah, I mean, we went through the ones that you lost out on, so we won't dwell on those. No. But bearing that in mind, King... Now we look at week three of the 2016 season. Yeah. Let's hear what you're going to go for. Well, can I just start by saying, I thought it was quite interesting, or more interesting, certainly for me, possibly for the viewers or listeners. And (laughs) uh, we have got viewers on YouTube. But uh, it was the fact that I hadn't actually ever looked into the the games. Uh, So I decided not to do that again this week. I have no idea who is playing who besides... A few of the games that we talked, we discussed. Absolutely, yeah. Let's keep it spontaneous. This isn't a bit either. You genuinely don't look at next week's. No, I really don't. Matchups. I absolutely don't. So, the first game is on Friday, I think, and that is the Houston Texans travelling to the New England Patriots. Yep, I think it's on Friday because you're looking at it in English time. It's actually Ah, a Thursday night game. Yes, it's a Thursday night game. Early one twenty-five in the morning for us. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Thursday night game. Texans at. Patriots. Yes, Texans are heading to Boston. Okay, I am going going to take the Houston Texans. Oh, in that one. Wait a minute, Bill O'Brien. You're gets not his a retribution. Patriots fan. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I I do not know enough about Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. I like Nobody what does. Belichick brings to the table. I like what the Patriots bring to the table, but I feel like this, provided Osweiler doesn't have another game like he did this week. Mm-hmm. They are going to beat the Patriots. I certainly hope that's true. Yeah. Just for us NFL fans. Yeah. Know. No offence, New England. Uh, Pittsburgh are heading to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Yeah. That is a tough game. I'll tell you what, though, King. I've just looked through this list. And if you thought last week was tough, this week seems to have had the best matchup, the most even matchup teams yeah, I'm you could gonna... possibly imagine. So. I'm going to stick with the Steelers to beat yeah. to beat a game of two two and O teams. <laughs> I feel like the Steelers are going to win that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are heading all the way up to Buffalo to face your Bills. Uh, Cardinals get get off to a turn one start. Did that hurt to say that? No, no. Okay, no. I think they're going to win it. Just crying on the inside. Minnesota Vikings with uh, Sam Wonkey Bradford are going to Carolina. Yep. And I think that the Vikings are going to win. Oh, my word. You really? S- yeah. You saw what a really good Broncos defense did yes. against Carolina. And I feel like I trust Sam Bradford more than I trust Trevor Simeon. And I feel like from a defensive standpoint, the Vikings are onto a winner. And I think if they can do a, do a similar or stellar job against the Panthers, they are going to beat 
them away. Upset. Upset alert. You heard it here first. They're going to get their eight wins quickly, are they? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think they got off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Broncos, talking of good defence, are going to head to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. Oh, <laughs> that's a really tough game. I told you, this isn't going to get easy. No, it's not. I'm going to go with the home win. Cincinnati are going to win. Mm. It's a NFC North rivalry, the Detroit Lions at Green Bay. Detroit won this last year. But which Matt Stafford turns up? Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Packers in this game at home as well. I don't think, you know, the weather's going to be, a, I don't think the weather's going to be a huge factor, but I feel like Rodgers needs to step up. I don't think he wants to slip into the string of poor performances he had last season. Mm. So I think that they are going to beat the Detroit Lions. The Baltimore Ravens are heading to Jacksonville and Duval County to face the Jags. Yeah, and I think the Jags are going to get off. This is a really, <laughs> this one's a really tough game. This is the hardest so far. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I think the Jags will win at home. Let's hope so. I hope, I hope they win because I, I don't want them to go get another top five pick this year. They need to start performing because they've invested a lot of money in that team. They've invested a lot of draft picks into that team and they need to at some point step up. So get your peepers around this one then. The Cleveland Browns at the Miami Dolphins. Oh dear. Oh, what a game. What a game that no one except Clevelanders and Miami folk want to to watch. (laughs) Um, Again, I'm going to stick with the home win. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Mainly, you don't fancy Cody Kessler. I don't. I don't. That's the problem. I, if if it was McCown in there, I would absolutely have gone with the Cleveland Browns Ooh. to beat the Dolphins. But I, Cody Kessler, I think there was a reach for, in round three for him. Yeah, and yeah, he's probably similar situation to Jacoby Brissett. Has not seen a lot of of reps in training camp, you and so. there's not there wasn't an expectation from start. So. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a tough game for him against Sue. Yeah, I get. Yeah, Sue's gonna have a field day. Okay, so next one is the Redskins against the Giants. Giants, that one's easy. Is it? Yeah, Giants will win. All right. So then it's the Oakland Raiders against Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I feel like the Raiders <laughs> are gonna win that game. <laughs> I, you sure about that? I flipped a coin in the background. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> but I'm going to pick the Raiders. This is a really tough week. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco against Seattle. They burnt you last week, King. Only three points against the Rams. They've gone back to the clink and they're against Blaine Gabbert. Seahawks. <sighs> Seahawks for me. Russell Wilson has another week of healing and I think that they are going <laughs> to win that game. Okay. The LA Rams against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers to get back on track. They had a really poor performance. They need to they need to step back up this week. Rams defense is good, but it's not Cardinals good. <laughs> no. Uh, the San Diego Superchargers against the Indianapolis Colts. King, look at your face. These games. I'm so excited <laughs> about these games. Yeah. Um I'm going to pick the Chargers again this oh, week. This isn't biased. Come on. I, honestly, I'm totally impartial. When I go through, look at games, I go through, you know, I, I try and look at things impartially. Clearly you don't. That's the difference between us. <laughs> and this isn't, this isn't because I'm a Chargers fan. I'm a fan. Fan. I'm not a 
robot. No, absolutely. I'm not a robot either. I just enjoy the game for what it is, and I can look at things impartially. Is it because McCluskey's just signed for you? No. Which I called about <laughs> halfway through the podcast, Breaking and then it just news. popped up. Yeah. yeah. I um, No, it's not because of that. I just think that Rogers is playing well. Gordon is, is playing amazingly well. Could even be comeback player of the year. Rogers is playing well. Do you mean Rivers? Rivers is playing well. You haven't traded for Aaron Rogers. No. From what I've, is that, then you're I breaking news. Green, yeah. King, you've just broken the news. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Rivers is playing well and Gordon is, is playing fantastically well. Really yeah. looks like the player we actually drafted, so that's good. Mm. And the Colts defence cannot stop, well, can't block a nosebleed basically at the moment. And, um, Ow! And yeah, hopefully Bosa coming in, maybe add a bit more pass rush. We can, uh, we, can put, we can put luck under some pressure. I don't, I, he wasn't healthy last week. I don't know if he'll be back in this week. We will find out this week. We will certainly find out. The Jets are going to play the Chiefs in Kansas City. And I think the Jets will win. I think the Jets will win. <laughs> Just repeat it. Okay, the Chicago Bears are heading to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Uh, Dallas to win that one. I believe again, in I it? believe in Dak Prescott, yeah, and Ezekiel Elliott to to run and, and Alfred. That balance of him and Morris is fantastic, mm. and their defense hasn't been as bad as advertised. They're still not great, but they're not the worst defense in the league, which they were in danger of being called last season. And it's Brian Hoyer probably starting. Yeah, exactly. Players. That makes a that makes a big difference as well. <gasps> yeah, and the last but not least, the Atlanta Falcons heading to the New Orleans Saints shootout. Yeah. You talked about the shootout last week, but could, this one could be... This could be amazing, yeah. To the top of the dome. Um, and I think that the Falcons are going to beat the Saints. Oh, hang on. I thought the Saints were It's the worst home. secondary in the league against arguably the best wide receiver. <laughs> All you need to do on offense is throw it to Julio Jones. That guy could genuinely catch for about 300 yards next week. So that's my picks. I feel yeah. I feel more comfortable about them afterwards. I feel... I was struggling a bit. See what I mean? Those are a bit even hot under the collar during the during the picks there. But what yeah. some fantastic games! I can't wait to see this weekend stuff. Yeah, there's not like huge rivalry games, but a lot of teams that are quite similarly matched at the moment. And it's like who is going to take either the next step up and show they're a contender, or you know, get get out of the uh, the sweepstakes for the uh, the top overall pick next year <laughs> in the draft. So it's quite it's quite a nice quite a nice balanced balanced scheduling there. So that's good. Excited. Remember to contact us, guys, on Twitter if you agree with any of our buy or sells. Tell King just how bad he was at selling everything and how good I was at buying everything and being a, you know, a team player. And also, you know, if you don't want us to talk about the Patriots or bash the Dolphins anymore, please let us know. Um, we'll be sure not to listen to that. So, remember, <laughs> so we're going to go off now and do our uh, video. But remember to come back next week. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Take care. <laughs>